Welcome back. This is episode 296A of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, and I am flying solo today and forgot to mention here at the onset, we are brought to you by NYY News TV. Um, This is normally the Patreon episode. So if you are a patron of uh, NYYST, I do apologize. There's no exclusive content there this week. I felt like this needed to be out in the open to the public. Um, And it's 296A because Chris isn't here. And it's kind of an extension of the last episode. So to not do a full episode, but to give a little bit more of what was going on uh, Sunday night. You know, if you listen Monday. the Yankees went out to Anaheim and they lost the series. Okay. So things have not gotten better for the Yankees since we last recorded on Sunday. They had a terrible split in Oakland and then they went to, to Anaheim and they proceeded to lose two out of three games. Okay. Now what is going on with this team? Okay. I I don't have an answer for it other than it's, it's pretty much dysfunction at this point. Okay. Because let's, let's play a little fantasy game here. It's the, it's the morning of opening day before the weasel opens his mouth. You're excited. You know, spring is in the air, baseball, whatever, you know, all those good feelings. I come to you. I have a crystal ball in my hand. I said, I'm going to sit down and record a podcast on September 1st, and the Yankees are going to be up in the American League East by five games. What do you say? Every single person I would have brought that to would have signed for it in blood. So tell me why today. This is the most mad I probably have ever been with the New York Yankees in my almost 39 years of life. Is it because that a month, month and a half ago, this team was up 14, 15 games in the division? And now they're up five in the team that is right behind them. They're playing six times in the next week, three this weekend. Yeah, that's part of it. Part of it also is that the Yankees can do things to fix their problems. They don't do them. Oswaldo Cabrera is here because it's the safe thing to do. 10, 11, 12 prospect, if he flames out and doesn't become anything, no big deal. One of your prize pieces hasn't been hurt. He's come up here. He's played well, okay? Aside from pimping the final out on Monday night, he's done a really good job with this team. The power needs to come along, and if he was at Yankee Stadium, he might have three home runs already. So he's played well, especially defensively. He's been a jack-of-all-trades. No complaints there. But we know why he's here, because it's safe. It's safe for Oswaldo Cabrera to come up here and fail. It's not safe for Oswald Peraza to come up here and fail. Why? Top three prospect. If he fails, Cashman has egg on his face, okay? Excuse me one moment. I have to let the dog out of the room. Sorry about that. I'm back. Usually the dog is pretty good, but it's daytime. The window's open, and he sees things, and he wants to go outside and bark at them. Okay? So, Cabrera, uh, I mean, Peraza comes up here. He fails. Cashman looks bad. And now whatever perceived 
value this guy has whew, gone, right? Okay, so that is why the this is one simple thing the Yankees can do to fix themselves. Do they do it? No, okay, they don't do it. They don't do it. Every team, read, read, read. I've been reading for the past week of every team calling up top prospects, except for the Yankees. This team is free falling. There's no way uh, Peraza, their names, the first names are so similar, I get them confused when I'm speaking. There's no way Peraza can come up here and be worse than Isaiah Kiner Falefa, okay? Who Michael Katie the other day said that 260 average is empty. Where did you hear that? Out of my mouth. Empty, empty 260. And then last night, which is going to bring me to another point. Last night, Mike Trout, routine ground ball. He boots it. Now Otani comes up. And if you've been watching the Yankees at all this year, you knew exactly, exactly what the end result was that of that at bat was going to be. And it happened out into the rocks or close to it. I don't remember exactly where he hit it. Three-run bomb. The game was over from there. You could have went to bed, but we'll get to when you really could have went to bed in, in, a, in a second, okay? Garrett Cole gives up a three-run home run to Shohei Otani. Now, you know, who's been a bigger defender of Garrett Cole than I have? Not many people. But the, the ones that are still defending him, you are clueless, okay? I'm still I'm going to sit here and still hold out hope that once the, the calendar clicks to October or even in his next start, that if this is finally going to be the SMD tour that I made an idiot of myself talking about all, all season, okay? Every time you think Garrett Cole's going to do it, he does what he did last night. And he has that one pitch, that one inning that completely ruins everything. And Michael Kay is telling a story last night about why Garrett Cole is a Yankee. It came down between the Angels and the Yankees. The Angels and the Yankees. He could never go to the Dodgers because his wife hates the Dodgers. Thank you, Amy, for loving the Yankees. Now he's our problem, okay? Thank you so much that you love the Yankees. And now we have to deal with the mental midget that is your husband. Okay. Because I'm telling you right now, I watched the Met game before the Yankees came on. And I can guarantee you that Jacob DeGrom does not lose that game last night. If he I was up pitching for the Yankees. Okay. He gets Shohei Otani out. Well, Christian, if IKF makes the play, then they could. No, first of all, eh, eh. You're Garrett Cole, okay? You're brought here to be Jacob DeGrom. You're brought here to be Max Scherzer. You're brought here to be Justin Verlander, one of the best in the world. No pitching around. No, none of this bullshit of pitching around. You know what you need to do, okay? For once, for once in your fucking Yankee career, put the Yankees on your back. I have a lead. I'm not losing it, Okay. What was that game? I don't even remember the game. The Yankees gave him a run. They gave him a run. Sometimes when you're the ace, that's all you should be given, and that's it. Turn the game off. Garrett Cole wins the game. He, no, he doesn't do it. Last night, same thing. You got two runs. Make a pitch. Get this guy out. No, instead he hits a three-run home run. Slap in the glove. 
I'm supposed to now trust you to get the postseason off to the proper start that it needs to be. You can't even get out show. You can't get out Shohei Otani in a big spot because uh, I can't have made an error. And I, I you know what? I, I hate saying this, okay? But the Garrett Cole we thought we were getting, if he played for one of the, any other 29 teams, he'd be that Garrett Cole. You know why he's this Garrett Cole? Because he's got Brian Cashman stink all over him. Just like the shortstop that booted the, 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 the grounder that caused this whole train to get started, to push this train down the tracks, he's got Brian Cashman stink all over him too. Oh, you know, and Aaron Boone last night, Oh, we think, but we think uh, Isaiah Isaiah kind of fluff is one of the best defensive shortstops. Under what metric are you looking at? Because whatever it is, it shouldn't be used. He has been terrible, terrible. You cannot sit there and tell me that when the ball is hit to him, you're not nervous. We went from last year with Glaber Torres being so bad at shortstop that. Andrew Velasquez had to start a winner-go-home postseason game to now Isaiah kind of fluff Well, you don't know what you're getting at bat to at bat when a ball is hit to him. Is a lot of the angst from Yankee fans towards him because Correa, Seager, Simeon, everybody, the fact that Peraz is down there, all this shit is swirling around him and he's still the shortstop? Yeah, a lot of it is due to that, and I'll be the first to admit it. But again, this is Brian Cashman's doing. You couldn't get creative? Oh, stopgap. I need a stopgap because Volpe's ready in two years. First of all, Peraz is probably ready right now. Let's not get into that again. But Volpe could be ready in two years. I need somebody to just fill the hole. What about Carlos Correa, Brian? What about Carlos Correa, who's going to opt out of a three-year contract where he had opt-outs after each of the each of the two years of the contract. What about him? Oh, oh, really? You weren't creative enough to think of that on your own. But you were creative enough to, to trade for IKF and take on Washed Donaldson, okay? That's his new name from now on. I don't care about the walk-off single on opening day. He had a walk-off sack fly against the Tigers, the grand slam against the, 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 the Tampa Bay Rays. All great, fine... Uh, made TikToks about him. Awesome, right? He is washed as a as a batter. Defensively, he's been really good. Okay, defensively, he has been great. I can't knock him for that. The play that he made preceding the IKF error, tough play. You can't knock him for that. Okay, no, no knock on him defensively. But at bat, I don't. I can't batting fifth. That is belonging in a major league lineup right now, but he belongs fifth in the Yankees because if you look at the trash that this team is putting out there after him, it, I mean, he is the fifth best hitter on this team or belongs in the five hole, however you want to slice it. You know when I knew that game was over last night and you could say, yeah, the game was over when Otani hit the home run. You have faith in the Yankees getting coming back? No, not really. Not this Yankee team, the Yankee team pre-July. Yeah, of course you did. Not this Yankee team. This Yankee team goes to sleep when, at all times, or they, they look like they're sleeping, right? Heger, whatever his name is, his name is way too close to a gym teacher from my high school. Okay, so Heger 
smartest man in in Anaheim last night. One 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 run lead. You don't have to pitch to Aaron Judge. You don't have to pitch to John Carlos Stan either. The only two guys in that lineup that are going to hurt you. And I love G, but he tried. He tried to get out last night in the ninth inning. He swung at some pretty bad pitches, but he uh, he walked first and second. Nobody out. You got to at least tie the game there. But as soon as Wash Donaldson strikes out, game's over. It's over. You could have turned, could have saved yourself five minutes and already started your trek to bed because you know, you just know that Glaber Torres is not going to have a competitive at bat in that situation. Oh, but he had an RB. I don't care. Okay. This is when it mattered now. Okay. The game's on the line. You got runners at first and second. Wash Donaldson just struck out. You need to put a good at bat together. He doesn't even do that. Doesn't even look like he wanted to compete in that situation. And then, you know, you got, you got, uh, I don't, I don't even want to say, but you got, you got people out there suggesting that it's because, oh, he was in trade rumors and it's affecting him. Fuck that shit, dude. Trade rumors. What about 2020 and 2021 when Glaber Torres might have been the worst everyday player in major league baseball? Was he in trade rumors then? Oh. It was he should have been an all-star in the first half, right? Okay. Well, he was trending downwards way before the trade deadline. This is the the outlier is the first half of the of the regular season. That's the outlier for Glaber Torres right now. Not what we're seeing right now, because it's backed up with 2020, it's backed up with 2021, and it's backed up with how awful he's been. Terrible. This guy's got an OPS at, of what 715 right now. Does anybody think he's gonna finish with an OPS over 700 for the rest of the year? I've said it, and I'll say it one more time. He needs to be somebody else's problem come 2023. He can't be a Yankee. Can't be a Yankee, right? The reason why we have so much angst in this shortstop position is because of him. He was a failure, an absolute failure at shortstop. Because if he would have even played the position adequately, we don't care about Peraza. IKF is not a Yankee. John Wash Donaldson's probably not a Yankee either. We don't care that he didn't get Correa or any number of these guys because Glaber Torres, who was once the top prospect in all of baseball, is fulfilling his destiny or his potential, whatever word you want to use to be the shortstop for New York Yankees. He's been that bad. Okay, what you want to you want to put them together of the of Gary Sanchez and Glaber Torres of who has really been worse for this team for this organization? It's been Glaber Torres. Okay. Yankees changed their entire franchise's outlook, their their plans because he's been so bad. That's how bad Glaber Torres has been. Gary Sanchez never caused angst to, based on who the Yankees had to bring in and changed everything because of, of his play. Glaber Torres did. And all this centers around one person. This all centers around the general manager of the Yankees, Brian Cashman. Who another, another brilliant move by Brian Cashman. I don't want to make this seem like I'm knocking Anthony Rizzo because I love Anthony Rizzo. Okay. I think he's been great for the Yankees. I he would he just got a guy that kind of fits, but where's he gonna be this weekend in Tampa? Probably not playing. Because right before we came on to record this, Boone said he stayed in California to get an injection, probably missing the series. What is this? The third, fourth series now he's gonna miss with his back. 
And look, I, I have a bad back, so I sympathize with him because there, when your back is acting up, there's not much you can do. I can't even walk. Let alone, and this guy's, you know, you're expecting this guy to play Major League Baseball. But hmm, let me think about this for one second. And this is me telling you I love Anthony Rizzo. But my top priority in the offseason, more than a shortstop, was getting Freddie Freeman here. Why is Anthony Rizzo a New York Yankee? Hmm. Safest, cheapest option. End of story. Matt Olson would have cost a boatload of prospects. Oh, I can't trade these guys. I can't trade them. Freddie Freeman would have cost the money and said the Yankees go for the third option. And now look what's happening. Biggest series of the, of the season. Can't even get him on the field because his back hurts. Not saying that anything couldn't have happened with those other two guys, but it's just fitting that everything the Yankees do, this, this shit keeps creeping up because it's just like bad karma. They're not making the right moves. They're not making the right moves, and it comes back to bite them in the ass time and time and time again. And now the same thing is happening with Anthony Rizzo. The back is creeping up. Yankees get swept. They're up two games in the division, and you have any faith at that point that they're going to hold on to it? No, you might as well just shut, not even watch another game because if this team is playing in the wild card series, why put yourself through it? From 15 games up to the wild card series, it's not, it's not going to be worth it. It's just not going to be something that you should put yourself through. It's... It just, again, it just comes down to one guy, and that guy is Brian Cashman. Every He has the reverse Midas touch. The Midas King Midas, everything touch turned to gold. Everything this guy touches turns to shit now. And the one person, the one person that can stop it is Hal Steinbrunner. And what are the Yankees busy doing? Investing in a fucking soccer team? Aaron Judge is going to break Roger Maris's record. Okay. I really still I really believe that. Unless that turns to shit as well, because that would just be the icing on the cake for this 2022 season. And instead of going to meet this guy's number to make sure he's here for the long run, they're putting money into a fucking soccer team. It's AC Milan or whatever it is. I don't care. I literally do not care because the Yankees are a baseball team, but they're acting like a business. And if you want to go with the, if George were alive, yeah, George, George would have done both things. Are the, are you confident that Hal's going to do both things? George might've invested in the soccer club. That's, that's true. He could have, but he also would have signed Aaron judge. Are you confident Hal's going to do both with this extra expenditure now? And is there hope for the Yankees, regardless if Judge comes back or not? Is there hope for them if Brian Cashman is still calling the shots next year? No. I pray to God. I really do. I'm praying right now, Lord, that November 1st, 2nd, whenever it is, I look back at this podcast and realize, wow, you were a fucking idiot because the Yankees just won the World Series. I want to be wrong more than anything, but trending downward every single year since 2017, that should have been the start. Instead, it's the peak. 
2017 was supposed to be the start of the rebuild, the rebirth of the Yankees, and now it looks like the peak. At some point, you, you got to start over again. And the Yankees don't at least make it to the World Series this year. And Brian Cashman comes back and just shows you that House just doesn't care. He just doesn't care about the product on the field being as good as it can be. Good to a point, but not as good as it can be. And even with the resources that Hal puts into this team, even with the resources he puts into this team, $270 million payroll should not give you a team that falls flat on their fucking faces in July and all, and in August especially. The worst months is 1991. Does anybody realize how bad the 1991 Yankees were? There's not any team, any Yankee team you should ever want to be compared with the 91 Yankees. Frankie Montas, second, second choice. Okay, oh, he's pitching. He's looking pitching like the second choice, right? Bader. Still, we still have to look at, at, at Aaron Hicks. Because Bader is hurt. These are all moves that Brian Cashman has made. And nothing, nothing will change until Brian Cashman is gone. Everybody's screaming, fire Boone, fire Boone, fire Boone. Why? For doing his job? For doing what Brian Cashman, the weasel, hired him to do? He should be fired? And yes, I did want Boone gone. It was time for a regime change after last year. Yankees ran it back. Now it's blowing up in their face. Whatever is inside these guys, whatever 28 guys are going to be in Tampa Bay, because you can call up two more guys. And Aaron Boone's giving us one of these, the old jerk off that Peraza, they're having discussions about. And why is he not here? We all know he's the best option to play shortstop, especially with Rizzo going to be out for this series. You need something. So it's a, it, it's a frustrating time. It's an upsetting time to be a Yankee fan right now because what we thought we were we had, think about this specter, the specter of the, of the last two major uh, summer holidays. July 4th, sat there at Chris's house. Didn't even care what the Yankees were doing because they were so far ahead. They were winning so many games. You could take the day off, relax, have a good time at a barbecue. Now Labor Day? Especially if the Yankees lose this fucking series to 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 the uh, to the uh, to the Rays against a good Minnesota team is going to be here on Labor Day. Gonna be stressed out. What happened? So, leave you guys with that. Uh, again, if you're not a patron of uh, the NYYST podcast, go to Patreon.com/slash NYYST. If you're watching this, listening to it, and you are a patron. Uh, I, I will try to make it up to you guys some way. Um, but I do. We do appreciate the continued support of NYYST and uh, NYY News TV. Go to at NYY News TV on Twitter for the information on the sequel, the next event, and praying to God that it actually happens because the way the Yankees are trending, we don't even know at this point. But please go there for all the information on how you can get tickets, watch us, watch the game, okay? And go to at NYYST underscore podcast. Follow us there. Follow me personally at Christian underscore NYYST. Thank you once again for your continued support. This was episode 296A, a little bonus episode for everybody. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.